Mr. Cravey's Top 5 Stories of the Week, June 2nd, 2017. I am Courtney. Let's get started with this week's countdown. And at our number five story, Chicago unveiled a monument dedicated to LGBTQ veterans on Memorial Day. So on this past Monday here in the U.S., we celebrated Memorial Day. And the American Veterans for Equal Rights officially unveiled Chicago's first memorial to LGBTQ veterans, highlighting the sacrifices of troops who often served in silence. Now, this monument is just one of a handful in the nation, with the first being in Palm Springs, um, which came about in 2001. Members of the Chicago's ADER chapter credited former President Barack Obama with paving the way for the public recognition of LGBTQ veterans by working to lift the Don't Ask, Don't Tell policy, which, as you know, banned service members from being open about their sexual orientation. This is such a great story and such a great way for Chicago to bring in Memorial Day. On to our number four story. China shuts down leading lesbian app. China's number one mobile app for lesbian called Relo was switched off by the government. And the reason this is so interesting is one, a Chinese conglomerate just purchased the controlling share of Grindr, which is the world's most popular gay dating app. Also, get this. This month, especially, or I would say in recent months, China has made great strides. So you remember last week I actually reported that Taiwan became the first nation in Asia to legalize marriage equality. Um, It was also announced that a team of gay athletes would be going to Paris, um, the Paris World Out Games in 2018 and the first ever Mr. Gay China. So it, it is a bit strange. Um, the government released no reason why they shut down the app, um, but it did leave about 5 million lesbians in China uh, without the app. Um, Now, the app is responsible for movie, literature, and other resources, ranging from event information for lectures on LGBTQ topics to contact details for overseas marriage services. Um, So this is quite a strange story, and I can't wait to see what comes of it. Is Grindr the next thing to be shut down? We'll see. On to our number three story. A study claims fast food and too little sleep can make you gay. This is going to make me question every other study that I ever look at. Um, A researcher with a psychology degree from Albanian University claims she's found a link between poor eating habits, sleeping deprivation, and homosexuality. Basically what she's saying is not enough sleep at night and too much fast food during the day makes you gay. Uh, She reports that LGBTQ people report higher rates of eating large amounts of high glycemic index foods and fat or eating an imbalanced diet leaning towards carbohydrates. Um, That is not the kicker. Now, the kicker is (laughs) she claims that cutting fat, sugars, and also alcohol from her diet could decrease and prevent the return of homosexual attractions. Girl, bye. I this has left me speechless. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, Miss Rita, um, which is what her name is. Um, fast food and a little sleep is definitely not the reason I'm gay or any person for that reason. 
in at our number two story. Are you prepared for Jehovah's return? Jehovah's Witnesses will let you know just what they think about gay parents. Uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses are holding an annual convention this summer across the globe, um, which will reach millions. Um, and part of the programming that the attendees will watch um, is a film produced by the church called Remember the Wife of Lot. Now, this is a an instructional film, which is why I'm going to credit this terrible acting um but i'm gonna have you take a listen um it is a conversation between parents their children or their child and then their child's friend take a listen tess and eric they're some of the best up-and-coming talents we have in the field your parents must be really proud of you well my moms are both really proud of me i was raised by two wonderful women you know life partners oh <laughs> Yeah, um, you know, my assistant, Marty, I recently found out that he's gay. You say that like there's something wrong with it. Do you have a problem? Tess, don't do this. Why? There's nothing wrong with being gay. Tess, we live by the Bible's moral standards, but we don't force our beliefs on other people, and we don't judge anyone either. But you do think being gay is wrong. Eric, remember where we're at. Well. We believe there are standards of right and wrong that we should live by. And God's word says that sex is meant to be between a man and a woman who are married to each other. Look, I don't mean to be rude, sir, but the world has changed. Honey, maybe we're being too harsh on gays. Some people just seem to be programmed that way. Look, I know not everyone agrees with us, but we all have free will. And God lets us choose to live by his standards or not. If we go against his standards, we end up hurting ourselves. He just wants what's best for us. Well, all I can say, at least the comments weren't filled with hate, I guess you could say. And hey, that came for unmarried heterosexual people too, because she did say that sex is only to be between a man and a woman who are married to each other, honey. So all of y'all heathens out here having premarital sex, they coming for you too. And to end it on number one story, it's all about Pride Month. So NPR released an article um, entitled From Pride to Protest, LGBT Parades Take on a New Tone This Year. Now in this article, um, which I found very interesting, they are reporting that the Los Angeles Pride has shifted from Pride to Protest. They are calling it the Resist March um, in coordination with protests in more than 50 cities around the world all taking place under the banner Equality March for Unity and Pride. Now, not everyone is in support of this movement. Um, the major sponsors have supported LA Pride Parade in the past, like Nissan and Sky Vaca, uh, as well as Wells Fargo, have all dropped out um, as supporters. While this sounds all great in theory, one supporter specifically brought up some questions that I'm pretty curious to hear about too. Oliver, who owns Red Line, which is a gay bar in downtown LA, wants to know what are the points that are going to resonate with the entire LGBTQ community to say, this is what we stand for and this is why we're basically giving up pride. Um, he also goes on to say that he believes organizers have not 
been clear in their messaging about what should happen when the resist march ends. He's quoted by saying, if no one knows what to do afterwards, the next day people are just going to move on to the next topic of conversation. When do we stop becoming activists and when do we start becoming leaders? And I totally agree with Oliver. And that is why I am asking you guys on Twitter, what should the points of the Resist March be? Hit me up at The Privy Podcast and let me know. Thank you so much for listening and happy Pride.